A business lawsuit is a financial and emotional roller coaster. It is no fun. But there are four common mistakes that entrepreneurs are prone to make that can make the damage worse than it has to be. This is Business Confidential Now with Hannah Hassel-Kelchner, giving you the inside scoop on how to ignite more business success by doing the right things in the right way. Brought to you by Business MO LLC. Getting sued can ruin your day, and the costs associated with it can ruin your bottom line for months, if not years. I'm Hannah Hassel-Kelchner, the host of Business Confidential Now, and some of you may know me as the no-nonsense lawyer, and some don't know me at all, so let me start by telling you that I'm an Ivy League-trained business expert, entrepreneur, and a recovering S&P 500 business lawyer. Now, in the course of my legal career, I have managed hundreds of lawsuits and managed multi-million dollar legal budgets, so I know where the bodies get buried, what racks up the costs, and how to chop them down to size. But because I'd much rather see you grow your business than to spend your hard-earned resources growing your lawyer's business, my mission as the founder of Business MO LLC is to help you stay out of court with information, including legal information, you need to succeed and to sidestep the speed bumps and landmines that hide in plain view. That's why today I spend my time interviewing the fabulous guests you hear on Business Confidential Now, as well as providing leadership development to executives, managers, and entrepreneurs on risk management techniques and how to reduce their legal costs. I accomplish this through my public speaking, consulting, training, and coaching work at Business MO using methods that I honed while teaching at two top-tier MBA programs in the U.S., Duke's Fuqua School of Business and the University of Virginia's Darden School. In working with executives, managers, and entrepreneurs over the last 35 years, I have seen four mistakes that increase the costs associated with lawsuits and inflict more pain than there needs to be. When you or your business gets sued, it feels like you've just been hit by a freight train. You feel attacked, and your first instinct is to fight back, to defend yourself. As one famous businessman is fond of saying, when someone hits me, I hit them back ten times harder. Now, that kind of brute strength and show of bravado may make you feel good for a little while, but that kind of scorched earth approach can be very expensive because cases are won or lost on the merits, and when you're blinded by self-righteousness, it's really hard to be objective about the merits. You know, one litigator actually told me, he's a partner in a law firm, large law firm, he told me that his ideal client is someone who's wrong, has lots of money, and wants to fight based on principle. So that tells you everything. You know, there are plenty of lawyers out there that will take your case, and if there is any shred of an argument to be made, they will make it, and they will make it zealously and forcefully, and they will take your money in the process. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But that's not very cost effective. And if you have stakeholders that you have to account for and account to, that's going to be a tough road to hoe. So taking a lawsuit personally instead of viewing it as just another business problem whose strengths and weaknesses need to be analyzed can make a lawsuit worse than it needs to be. Now another mistake that's closely related to a lawsuit being taken personally is to ignore it and tell yourself, oh, it's frivolous. 
You know, one small business owner I know got into a really ugly dispute with their landlord over their office lease, and they thought they had ironed it out with the landlord's property manager. But when that property manager left for another job and a new person came in, there was no documentation to support the deal, and the landlord ended up suing for back rent. Unfortunately, the business owner kind of ignored it. Thinking it was a mistake, and he went on his merry way, continuing business as usual. You know, because think about it, in a, a civil lawsuit, which is what this was, there's not going to be a lock on the door. There's no crime scene tape. It looks and feels like business as usual, but in reality, it was anything but usual. A little while later, the entrepreneur got sued for eviction, and that's when he finally took it seriously. But by then, there was all this courtroom machinery that was in gear and was just moving towards him, and he had no choice but to disrupt his business and move it. There's a tendency to call any lawsuit we don't like frivolous. I understand that. It's human nature. And believe it or not, it even happened to Judge Judy, you know, the criminal judge that was made famous on her own TV show. She's got a no-nonsense approach that I really admire. Uh, to small claims litigants who try to snow her. She's not going to be uh, one-upped at all. Anyhow, she wound up getting sued one time. And what happened was that one of the producers of her show was going through a really ugly divorce in California. He and his wife, it turned out, had a really fancy, formal set of china that they had gotten as a wedding present. And he asked Judge Judy if she'd be interested in buying it for $10,000. Yeah, really fancy china, right? Okay. She said, sure, and the transaction took place. But when the soon-to-be Mrs. X producer found out, she pitched a fit, saying that China was really worth a half million dollars, 500000 and she sued to get it back on the grounds that in California, those dishes would have been considered community property, requiring consent of both spouses before it could be sold. Now, at first, Judge Judy responded like you might have expected. She said, and I'll quote because it's so precious, if this 50-year-old woman would spend her time more productively at trying to find a job instead of abusing the judicial system with frivolous lawsuits, we'd all be a lot better off. Well, la-di-da, she said it. She called it a frivolous lawsuit. But I can tell you that her judgeship and her lawyer training kicked in pretty soon afterwards. Now, what does that mean? Well, unlike the entrepreneur who ignored that landlord case and let it mushroom into something much worse, Judge Judy quickly realized that the case against her was not frivolous in the legal sense, because there is a definition for what constitutes a frivolous case that can be dismissed because it's frivolous. Court's not going to waste its time with it. The law in the U.S., though, has a very narrow definition for what is frivolous. To be dismissed, it would require that there's no colorable claim. Now, that's a bunch of legalese, right? What it means is that the claim is not recognized by law and that there are no facts supporting the claim. Now, here the claim that community property requires consent of both spouses is recognized law in the U.S. And the questions of facts surrounding it are, does the China qualify as community property and whether the wife ever gave any consent in any way, shape, or form to the sale of that china to Judge Judy. So Judge Judy's lawsuit may have irritated her tremendously. <laughs> no kidding, it got under her robes. <laughs> but it didn't meet the legal definition of frivolous. So once she cooled off, 
She recognized that, and she settled the case by returning the china. Now, that all happened in the span of a few weeks. The case did not escalate, cost more money or time, and in Judge Judy's case, create more negative publicity. So be smart like Judge Judy. Don't discount or discredit a lawsuit you don't like just by calling it frivolous and brushing it off. Ignoring it would mean that there would be nobody to tell your side of the story in court. And that means the court has no choice but to believe the plaintiff, the person suing you, and you'll end up with a default judgment. In other words, the court will give the plaintiff everything they asked for. And like the entrepreneur who got stuck moving his business, it will make the entire process more expensive and painful than necessary. What you want to do instead is to objectively dig into the merits of the case with the help of your lawyer. And don't make mistake number three. This is another one that entrepreneurs tend to make, and that is staying emotional about the case because it means then that your decisions are driven by ego instead of data. That happened to entrepreneur, celebrity chef, and TV personality Paula Dean a few years ago. You might remember that her business was being sued at the time for racial discrimination, and there was also a sexual harassment claim involving her brother, who also worked in the business. And that case did not go away quietly. It was marching steadily to trial, going through the discovery process where both sides share evidence with each other and there are depositions. Those are sworn testimony under oath. It's taken of key individuals with knowledge about the case, including Paula Dean. And unfortunately, during her deposition, she admitted to having used racial slurs. And since racial discrimination was one of the claims, and she was a celebrity, the media went wild when the news got out. And she started losing business sponsorships from companies like Home Depot, Target, Sears. So what did she do? Well, she resorted to social media. And she created this tearful but amateurish YouTube video defending herself. And that generated more negative press. And she lost more sponsors. Well, why does she do that? Then she goes on the Today Show. And she has a meltdown during her interview with Matt Lauer. You know, she just is a puddle of tears. And more sponsors are walking out the door. My point is that digging in her heels cost her precious time and resources that could otherwise have been used to build her business. Now, the case was ultimately settled for an undisclosed amount. It was all confidential. But all that negative publicity resulted not only in a massive loss of sponsors, but also the cancellation of her TV cooking show at the time. Now, she's made a noteworthy comeback since then, but it has taken years to rebuild. The better thing to do is to sidestep the mess. And when it comes to managing business risk, a lot of people say, oh, well, business insurance, that plays an important part. Well, yes, it does. There's all kinds. You've got the comprehensive general liability insurance, automobile, property, workers' comp, employee practices liability coverage, umbrella protection, directors and officers. That got cyber protection now. Probably a few more I missed. Now, insurance is great, but it has its limitations. And forgetting what those limitations are is the fourth mistake entrepreneurs make that increases their costs. Increase their costs. That sounds counterintuitive, doesn't it? All right, well, let me explain that a little bit. First, insurance doesn't keep your business out of court. If you're lucky, insurance will step in 
after you've been sued, not before. And they don't stop somebody from dropping a lawsuit on you. So it doesn't stop the suit from occurring. Second, insurance coverage is not guaranteed. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I've got coverage. Your coverage is dependent on you giving your insurance company timely notice that you've been sued. After all, they don't call you up every month and say, Hey, Ann, have you been sued? Is there something we can pay out for you? No, they don't do that. You have to contact them. And if you don't do it in the right way at the right time, sorry, no coverage. Not to mention the coverage depends on the insurance benefits you actually purchased. There's not this one-size-fits-all insurance that if you pay something, you get everything. doesn't work that way. It's only what benefits you actually purchased. And not to mention, even if you do have coverage, insurance companies are really quick to issue a reservation of rights letter. And what that means for you is the letter basically says, okay, based on what we know, looks like you're covered. But if, as the case unfolds, it turns out there's an exclusion that we can sneak through, I mean, that we can apply, <laughs> we're out of here. All right. The other thing about insurance is that some claims are just uninsurable. For example, suits that involve money or property that's wrongfully acquired by the insured. In other words, stolen stuff. They're not going to insure that. But let's say for a minute you do have coverage. You notify them in a timely fashion. You jump through the first few hoops successfully. Everything's great. Or is it? Hmm. What about your deductible? You know, it's not uncommon for small business owners and entrepreneurs to elect a high deductible to help keep insurance premiums low. That's a trade-off you make, and that's fine. That's part of the risk you take. But then when the sauce hits the fan with a lawsuit, the first dollar will come out of your pocket, not the insurance company. So you're basically self-insuring for that deductible amount. So relying on insurance to pull your financial bacon out of the fire when your business get sued is not without cost. Even a simple contract dispute can cost about $30,000 for many small businesses. And that's a lot of money for a small business. And even for a mid-sized business, it's money that they'd rather spend someplace else growing their business. Not to mention that, you know, if you make a lot of insurance claims, you don't get a discount on your premiums, do you? No, quite the opposite. Your premiums will go up. That's what I mean about rising costs, increasing costs. And in the worst case, your insurance could get canceled altogether because your business is viewed as too risky. The solution, of course, is to keep your cool. Be like Judge Judy. Resist the urge to retaliate or write off the case as frivolous. And don't get so emotionally invested to the point where it creates a blind spot driven by ego, pure ego, instead of data. Be objective, as objective as you can. Because if you do find yourself embroiled in a lawsuit, your goal should be to objectively evaluate the merits and to find a cost-effective way to exit the lawsuit and to do that analysis with your lawyer. And of course, one of your business leadership goals is to nurture a proactive business culture that keeps you and your company out of the litigation crosshairs and your insurance premiums reasonable. Why? Because it's so much better to use your time and especially the emotional resources, which a lawsuit can just totally drain, to build your business instead of building your lawyers. You've been listening to Business Confidential Now with Hannah Hassel-Kelchner. 
Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And if you found this episode to be helpful, please leave a comment and share it with a friend. Thank you for joining me today. You can get more information about today's guest and the show notes on our website, businessconfidentialradio.com. And connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Next week, Business Confidential Now with Hannah Hazel-Kelchner will be back with more business information and inside scoop you need to succeed in your business. Till then, 